0: Welcome to I Don't Want to Grow Up, the podcast where two guys who have wildly different opinions on the Oxford comma talk about how things were... You know, I just have to talk about... Sorry, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to kill you right now. <laughs> who talk about... I don't, talk about how things were infinitely better when they were growing up and spend an entire episode convincing themselves... That they're right. Okay, so I'm right about the Oxford comma. (laughs) I am Felix Schlater. I'm Jordan Stratton. And today we are talking about making friends. Real life. Even though we just destroyed a friendship (laughs) right now. We won't tell you, the audience, who lands on which (laughs) side of the Oxford comma argument. That's a whole different episode for a whole other day. (laughs) We'll leave you hanging. But today we're talking about making friends. Right. This is a this is a tough subject. It is it is tough <laughs> because I don't have that many friends, <laughs> so I'm not good at this. Um, this good but at no, it. especially as an adult, like <sighs> I, I feel like making friends as a kid. I, I never remember <laughs> I never remember struggling with that. <laughs> Oh man! So popular, so popular. Just a little six-year-old me (laughs) strutting around the elementary school. Richie Rich was a documentary about you. (laughs) We do look similar. Um, No, but I mean, as an adult now, anything anything that was typically done as a child to make a friend is infinitely more creepy. Well, well, this is true. As a child, you just have to have one somewhat similar thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that scene from Step Brothers was perfect. They oh, yeah. hated each other. And then it was favorite dinosaur. They said it. And then they looked at each other and said, Did we just become best friends? That's pretty much true. all that was required of tiny children to become best friends. Right. Um. So why is that different now? <sighs> Do we just need more? <laughs> no, we're just more self aware. We're just. We're, well, we're, some of us. <laughs> We're more self-aware to our detriment, mm. I think. And so we, we put more on ourselves. And we, I think we, um, we look entirely too much into what and how people say things. OK. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there is a definitely a social aspect to it that, you know, I, as a kid, you don't ever remember thinking like, oh, that was an awkward thing that person said. They probably feel terrible about <laughs> themselves. all that dirt. Does that mean he doesn't like me? Oh my gosh. Are you embarrassed, Brian? All that finger paint must be so on his lips, on his teeth. I don't think he likes me very Tamara's much. Tamara's drinking glue? She's drinking it. Do you know any children named Tamara? <laughs> I grew up with so many Tamaras. <laughs> no. no. No children named Tamaras. Tamara's come out at, like, at least 35. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, got it. So, as, as a child, I want to know, Jordan, I want to know your unpack... Kind of your opinion as a child mm-hmm. from like your experience of like making friends and and, and deleting friends. I, De- I remember from that. life. No, as a kid, like oh. having to cut friends out. I don't. I don't think I ever did that. Oh. Wait, did you have now? Okay, before we go to me, oh. now I'm going to oh, flip it. I'm going to flip goodness. this format right now because Ladies and gentlemen. what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Sure. Okay, um, that was my voice as a child. That's why well, I cut. That's how I cut them out. It's reverse puberty. We cannot be friends. <laughs> so wait, what made you cut spe- like people out of your life <laughs> as a child? Just just a, a rage thing just ripping the pages of my Rolodex out. My my Ninja Turtle <laughs> Rolodex. <laughs> no more, Brian. You can't be at my sleepover. Actually, that happened with a friend named Brian. Um, We got into an argument. I can't even remember what it was about. How old are you? I was in elementary school. Okay. I was in fifth grade. And we had gotten to some argument, and of course, it was in the middle of class. And we couldn't just, like, straight up have it out. So we were passing notes. You were about to throw throw hands. <laughs> we were passing notes. And I said, if we can't deal with this, you can't come to my party. You wrote that in a I note? I wrote that in a note. <laughs> and he wrote back. He wrote an ultimatum he in wrote, a note. <laughs> he wrote back, I don't want to come to your dumb party. Oh! <laughs> Brian, why? Oh, man. He Did your was, teacher have burn? Did you have to go to the nurse for some burn cream? Oh, my gosh. I had to apply cold water directly to the burn. <laughs> he was my best friend at the time. He was my best friend, and I remember that cutting to the core. And in fifth grade, you can't let the kids see you cry. Oh, fifth grade, too. I mean, oh, So my that's, that's right when you're getting oh, to that Oh, yeah. I was almost a man... And uh, Brian told me that he didn't want to come to my dumb party. And I remember he had such distinct handwriting because the D and the B looked perfect, and they looked like they were just flipped. Like He had written the D and then the U and the M, and then copied and pasted the D on that newsprint paper and made the B (laughs) and flipped it. Is this burned in your memory? It It was a very traumatic time (laughs) for me. He told me, I don't want to come to your dumb party. Spoiler, he ended up coming to my party <laughs> because, like, Ugh. 45 minutes later, it was recess, and we made up. And it was fine. Yeah. I needed him on my dodgeball team, he needed me on his dodgeball team, and we dominated. That is how... That I mean, that is... Definitely how friendships work as as kids through middle school. I mean if it's especially friends you've had for a while Like you can literally be in a fist fight. Oh, yeah, and then like it's fine I mean, I mean I guess does that doesn't really change if you're really friends like now you might be in a bar somewhere (laughs) and Just get an argument (laughs) over Oxford commas and then we're going to the (laughs) bar right now Let's go yeah, I mean that. I guess that is a test of friendship. Can you have good arguments even as kids? I guess I. I, I remember someone telling me that this was this was a couple years ago. So I yeah. was I was fully an adult, well out of my Ninja Turtle. <laughs> who am I kidding? I'm still in my Ninja Turtle phase. Um, he said something that uh, that I, I think resonated with me, but at the same time, I I like completely disagreed with it. He said that. A friend isn't a true friend until you've been in a fight with each other. And I thought, what? Brian said this? No, this is a totally different person. Oh, oh, okay. And I thought, what kind of friends do you have? Are like, are you purposely putting them in situations where you get it's into Thailand like or you have to kill? <laughs> you, I don't have any. You don't have friends. But then, like, what kind of maniacal orchestration? Like, when you meet someone for the first time, you think, man. Me and Jordan really hit it off. We're going to beat the shit out of each other. I can't wait to put him to the gauntlet. <laughs> hey, has anyone seen my wallet? Jordan, why'd you take my wallet? And then it begins. <laughs> the true test of friendship. The game is afoot. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just, your name is on a list somewhere on either the left or the right side of a column.
1: And the game, to of, friends, in a while. game of
0: friends, you either win or you die. <laughs> The George R. R. Martin book that didn't make it. <laughs> the, yeah. Game the Game of Friends. It's just Ross killing everyone. <laughs> we we're on a break! Yeah. <laughs> just a dinosaur boat in his hand, just bludgeoning all be, of them. It's a dinosaur! Standing over Chandler's body, all bloodied. Could I be any more bloody? <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that. Oh, man, I, I would too. <laughs> I'll be dead for you. (laughs) That's the reunion. (laughs) That's the reunion episode, the one that they do. It's just George R.R. Martin has a treatment floating around somewhere for the Friends Uh, Reunion. Friends Red Wedding. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Peter Dinklage why are you here oh my uh, I'm Joey <laughs> could you imagine they got everyone except Matthew get... Lawrence <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt LeBlanc they got Matt Le- Matthew Lawrence <laughs> <laughs> the Sir Lawrence brothers are there too he's just there so <laughs> just, Matt the LeBlanc 90s. couldn't make it because uh, he was too self-aware about being a silver fox yep. so they got Peter Dinklage <laughs> just as a no one acknowledges it no one acknowledges it at all. Leather jacket. He's eating sandwiches. He just he just says it like perfectly. How are you doing? No no accent. I can at hear all. him saying it. I can't do. Oh that's incredible. <laughs> so let's talk about how you and I met. Okay okay okay. So friend of a friend. Yeah I think a mutual. Okay so I remember there was a there was a friend of mine. She actually worked with me, and we were looking. We were looking for someone for some sort of a video sketch or something like that, and I needed someone who was willing to go through some physical comedy. I did not know that you were behind that. I oh. remember I remember her texting me. Oh, that's funny. I remember that, and then I remember it took me like two days to respond, and I was like, yeah. And then she was like, cool, and then nothing happened. <laughs> nothing. Well, OK, the, the video required the person of interest to, to stand on a table and fall backwards in a trust fall. Ah. But logistically, I couldn't figure out how to do that safely and make it look like someone was actually falling off of a desk. We had to make it look like a trust fall, but that person was the only person in the room. So in like, I talked to a guy who like choreographed fight scenes on stages and he was like, well, yeah, normally you would use mattresses. But if you want to make it look like he's falling, you kind of have to do it in two cuts. Mm. And I didn't want to do it in two cuts. I said, I want the guy to look like he actually fell. And so I wanted it to, if, even if I had to green screen, I couldn't figure out how to do it. My, yeah. my skill set was not savvy enough to do it. So we ended up mixing So I was fired it. before it. You, you were started. fired before I even met you. But yeah. I remember the, the mutual friend of ours, uh, Brianna. Hey, Brianna. Hey, Bri. Um, she said, oh. You'll love him. He has a famous tweet, and I didn't know what that <laughs> meant at the time. Uh, I, I little did I know that that Jordan is 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 quite prominent on the Twitters, and so he, it he had meant, an Oxford comment. Yeah. It, it just skyrocketed because <laughs> everyone just... loves it, or they hate it. <laughs> and best, they're following you to watch your eventual demise. So we'll, uh, never, know. we'll never know. I re- I remember thinking like, oh, okay, he's got a famous tweet. He must know what he's doing (laughs) that's that's the gauge i guess in life but the problem was i didn't know what she was talking about i didn't know what she meant so i thought like did he have one tweet go viral Mm -hmm. i mean i have to this day at the time of this recording i have exactly zero tweets that have gone viral (laughs) i've got one that's like it's gotten some notoriety but a, a you have multiple. I guess I've come to find out that well, you have I'm, multiple. Well, I'm way more involved. I'm too involved <laughs> <laughs> in Twitter culture. Um, but we ended up meeting much later yeah. through another mutual friend right. via a game of ping pong. Right? It was ping pong and drinking? Or drinking and then ping pong? Ping pong and drinking. Drink drong. Drink <laughs> drink drong. Yes. Drink strong. So it was that. And then I guess we just... Started hanging out yeah, I think you just said we hung out that night And I remember we were sitting at the bar after ping-pong and you and I were sitting on the same side of the booth And then it was Wait, like which bar was it we we're at Tubby's oh, okay. Right? Yeah, I remember we were sitting on the same side of the booth and you made a joke about someone looking like a mix of Tom Hanks <laughs> And do you remember this my gay baby joke. Yeah. Yeah, okay yeah. Explain that because I, I can't remember, really, remember who it was, but I, was, I said that person looks like if so and so and so and so had a gay baby. Yes, and it's, it's a common joke between my wife and myself. Well we find people who look like if two actors smash together or two actresses smash together? Like they look like the gay baby of so and so. Not any a poke at anyone in particular, but like the person legitimately looked like if you had smashed together. Tom Hanks and someone else—I don't remember who—but it's, it's a great story without, oh, this without story any kind of references. Incredible! incredible. <laughs> and I'm making hand motions for the podcast right, crowd. It's really good. Um, I'm sign language. All that aside, does not matter? So we're sitting—I remember sitting on the, on the on the same side of the booth—and we're laughing, we're <coughs> cracking jokes at this TV, and our friend hasn't talked in like ten minutes, and we're just we're just riffing on this one thing, and we just met, and we're like going to each other's backstories, and we're like we grew up, and our friend's just sitting there on his like third beer, just sipping. And we're just laughing (laughs) and then we leave and then like a week later. You're like, hey What do you think about working on some sketch comedy? (laughs) It's rare. It's rare that you can find someone who when you when you lob something out there unless you've known them for years and years and years Or if they have a background in sketch comedy, like (laughs) Jordan did that, which I didn't know. I just thought, here's the man with the famous tweet. Uh, (laughs) Cigar flick. Um, But it's rare that you can find someone (laughs) right out of the gate where you can lob something up and expect something. 9.9 times out of 10... It's me just being disappointed, being like, that was such a that easy, was such an easy easy yeah. softball lob <laughs> but right the over second the second he returned it, I thought, <laughs> here we go. Okay, and there's something about like <laughs> if you're if you have that kind of mind and you're looking to riff with somebody and someone does, there's few things that connect me with another person than someone who's willing to play in that space oh, and be yeah. silly and goofy and just like But you're right, it's rare that you can find someone who you just met that will that will play in that space. Space. right it's as an it's adult in, it's incredible yeah as a kid it's like wow you you like kickball and and ninjas too we're best friends now <laughs> you're coming to my birthday party which is tomorrow and it's totally not dumb Brian and it's a sleepover <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a sleeping bag I've got 12 I don't know why because I'm not allowed to go outside <laughs> <laughs> don't invite any more Jordans that never ends too many well. Jordans. Call that from previous episode. <laughs> Listen to it; it's fantastic. So, for me, as as a kid, um, I, I I also found that it was it was much easier to make friends yeah. as kids. Well, I mean, and there's something about like guys too, like yeah, especially as you get older. Like I feel like guys really bond over things. Oh yeah, and it's that was. Especially, I mean, that, that never changed from childhood. Yeah. Like, I bonded with guys over sports or video games or Ninja Turtles yeah. or some kind of cartoon <laughs> or comic books or music and like you never bonded over like who you were as a as a person (laughs) so where's your stance on the immigration of like yeah what you didn't care about the state of someone's like soul and like what their personality was like (laughs) it was like oh man you got Uh, those street fighter games. oh but you touched on an interesting Uh subject okay growing up in a christian home Mm -hmm. my my family my parents uh screened my friends with much gusto. And I understand that now being a parent. I understand that. But I remember having friends who were like the okay friends for them to come over. And then I had friends in school who in my head and on my list were like, there's no way mom would let this person (laughs) over. So that like hindered you from like really embracing that relationship? Well, yeah. Okay. I remember. I remember there was a kid named Jeff. Jeff? I won't say his last name. Jeff, freaking Jeff, freaking Jeff. He he was considered the class clown of this of uh, uh, my class. I think it was third grade. Um, he was more physical comedy. I always okay. made a lot of little snarky comments. Sure. And so you're more wordplay. <laughs> yeah. He's more um, Jim Carrey. over <laughs> the Exactly. Corner. Exactly. I'm more of a Kevin Pollock. Yes. Um, doing impressions over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, And so um I remember he he would always say the word butts. Like that was his thing. He classic always, joke. Classic, Never not classic funny. Classic Jeff. Butt, butts, but butts farts all of it. <laughs> love it. Still a fan. All of it. All Continue. of it. And so um <clears throat> I remember my parents um they were <laughs> they were at home. Both of them were home one day and he stopped by my house. Uh-oh. He stopped by my house. Someone's I don't know, even know trouble. how he found out where I lived. And he knocked on my door. Just screaming butts he, in the <laughs> door. And uh, so I invited him in. I said, Dad, can my friend Jeff come in and play? And he said, Yeah, you guys can go play. So we're playing Sega, we're playing Sega Genesis, and he keeps saying, like, Oh man, we gotta kick him in the butt. We gotta kick his butt, and blah 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 blah. And then my dad called me into the other room. Oh no. And he said, It's going we, down. We don't say butts in this house. <laughs> and I remember thinking, how am I going to break this to Jeff? Like Jeff what, Butts Johnson. <laughs> what am I going to say to this this boy who's super popular, who showed up at my house and wanted to hang out, <laughs> and now I have to tell him? I have to. Just, that is I, embarrassing as a kid. It is. Because It's like that's his brand. Yeah, and it's I, like, oh man, he's not, he's gonna think I'm I'm weird. Yeah. I told them I told them we had to eat dinner and they had to leave. <laughs> Get out, Jeff. <laughs> So he to this day he doesn't know. He might be listening to this and think, that's why we're not friends? Cause you had to eat dinner? He's probably still using butts as a crutch. Oh, he's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. A crutch. yeah, yeah. He's uh he's changed. Get over <laughs> it, Jeff. Butts are over. Butts are so 90s. Uh, it's uh and that man's name? Sir mix a lot. So I that's interesting that you talk about your, your parents screening friends. My parents uh, Screened friends if I was spending the night at someone's house Because it, it was about like knowing the family and like knowing yeah. I was safe. Yeah um, So that was a big thing. I remember that but like <clears throat> actually spending time with friends I, I don't think that was a, as big of a deal hmm. Especially if they were like local like in our neighborhood and stuff. They're just like yeah, just go play whatever now Did your parents know their parents? Uh, sometimes or at least know if we were just out and about not yeah. if I was staying over. Yeah, Uh didn't have to huh? They didn't really care that much. See, I think, I think, I, as I, I'm learning, my, my, my kiddos are still little. I'm learning that that is the secret to, um, to kids. Hopefully, hopefully, please don't send us a massive emails about this, but hopefully, them not turning out thugs. Like, if, if you at What's least, that? if you at least can somewhat know the parent of the kid that you're hang that your kid is hanging out with, a lot like at least understand who they are. Don't don't judge them based off of it. Don't try and change them, but at least understand. So then you can have that conversation with your kid and be like, "Look, they they live in a gigantic house mm-hmm. and as a result of that, they they may treat you differently. They mm-hmm. may look at things differently and it's not mm-hmm. their fault, it's not our fault. It's just they are blessed with a lot, right? So, they're so look 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 looking for teachable moments, exactly. But, but if I didn't know that my kids were hanging out with so and so, and I didn't know their parents' situations, mm-hmm. it'd be a lot more difficult to for me to say like, "Why is my kid acting this way all right. of a sudden?" Because like, they don't even know exactly. Right. Exactly. They're just copying what their friends do, and then that same friend is copying what my kids would have done, and because I, I did the same thing. Right. And um, as much as I hated it as a kid, I realized like. I, I f- think I turned out a decent human being. Like, well, let's not go that <laughs> <laughs> You're assuming a lot. Uh, you ready to go to Fight Club? Are we done? Are we done with this? Aquakama, you <laughs> son of a... It's <laughs> Kid Fight Club. Yeah, I'm 12. Um... But I think just understanding that a little bit. It's sure. going to be a lot more difficult with like digital and whatnot. I have no idea how I'm going to react when it gets to the point where I have to hand on media. my teenage daughter a phone, a gateway it's to terrifying. the internet. I have no idea how it's I'm terrifying. going to deal with that. Well, because that there's no boundaries then. Yeah. Because yeah. you're you're relinquishing so much power. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. And I it, love the internet. And by that time... And I know how much you love the internet. I'm gonna she's, love. The she might know more internet. than you. <laughs> oh, she's gonna know more than me, and it's gonna piss me off. I've seen what she's done in Minecraft, man. <laughs> I've seen that diving board she's made. <laughs> it's impressive. So this is an interesting segue. The yeah. internet. So you know, when, when we were kids, it was um, you know brick and mortar, if you will. It was analog friendships. It yeah. was you made friends at school. You made friends at church. You made friends. You in played neighborhood couch co-op. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you put bu- you Wish, ducked. How was that not <gasps> the that was the golden age, man. You duct tape. We had we had duct tape and cardboard to yep. split the screen. Oh yeah, because you had screen lookers, screen watchers. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, Golden Eye. With a we had a piece of cardboard that fit perfectly four, four, way? four ways. No, and then you could sit and play Golden Gun. And <laughs> that <laughs> was great. I mean, that was that was an argument that went straight through college for me. Oh yeah. Oh I yeah. Mean, with Halo. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. The yeah. split screen. Yeah. Right the down of, the middle. The amount of screaming and and fist fights that My occurred. goodness. Oh, my goodness. My favorite was the 12-player, mm. the 12-player Halo 1. Mm-hmm. You had six red, six blue, mm-hmm. timer counting down, three, two, one, and someone always switch team right before the Son end of the game. And up. then you can't switch teams in the middle of the game, so you had to start the whole thing over. Okay, oh. but anyways. So, my point. Well, Not the point. The internet, <laughs> the internet is is very much a thing that we do. Now it is. You're probably listening to this I've heard because of, it. of the internet. <laughs> Thank you, Al Gore, for the internet. Um, but making friends on the internet it, that that wasn't that wasn't even close to a thing when we were kids. And no. this is and this is a very interesting thing because not until very recently did I. I mean, I I'd, I'd met people like engage with people on the internet before. But not until probably the last two years have I actually made genuine friendships to the point that like I've met people on the internet and now I and now I know them in person. Mm-hmm. We have hung out face to face and <clears throat> I consider them some of my best friends currently. It's It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. I, I remember reading something that was like, you know, back when we were kids, it was don't talk to strangers on the internet and don't get into cars with strangers. Right. And, and now, now, now Uber the, is, yeah. We use the internet to get strangers to pick us up and we get In, in cars, cars. In their cars. Yep. It's it's insane. The world we live in is drastically different. <sighs> yeah. And I, it, it it scares me a little bit to think what it's going to be like when, you know, my, my kiddos are, you know, the rebellious age or whatever. But making, <laughs> making friends on the internet, right. I remember... I mean, you still have to be careful. You still have to be careful. But I feel like nowadays, it's it's so much easier because mm-hmm. people like before. I remember like, oh my gosh, don't don't tell them your real name. You got to use three sixty no scope XXX Sephiroth. Like that's <laughs> that's my screen handle. Like, <laughs> or else they'll find you. They will find you. And they will murder and they you. They will Liam Neeson you uh, out of your treehouse or wherever you <laughs> AOL Instant Messengered mm-hmm. uh, them from. But Um, I, I became a part of a subreddit, um, gosh, seven years ago. And I have since, I'm, I'm very good friends with a lot of the folks who were there. Uh, when I visited New York, I stayed in one of the guy's homes. One of the guys, there was like two or three of us that stayed at this guy's house. And you're, I, clearly you're still not murdered. I, you know, I don't think I am. I mean, yeah. Um, but he like, was dead the whole time. Yeah, I'm, am I sixth sense thing right now? Yeah, is that a verb now? I don't know, Bruce. Um, <laughs> but uh, me and another guy, the other guy came down from Canada. He actually had to fly, in quote, internationally, internationally. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, to come down to New York. What subreddit? Um, Sketch Daily. Shout out. FKD. Um <laughs> freaking artist. <Yeah. laughs> um, but he stayed in his apartment. We were going to Comic-Con. This was in 2012, I think. I can't remember the year. But I remember at the end of the stay there, uh, he left to go catch a flight, and I said, uh, Justin, thanks for letting me stay in your apartment. And the other guy said, thanks for not murdering me in my sleep, which is 100% a thing. Yeah. I think. I think... Okay, so I recently recently, as in within the last year, went and uh, visited friends that I know from Twitter. And we went to Portland. And that was, I think that was literally the genuine consensus. Like, like we were all excited about this, and we're all also very surprised that we actually don't want to kill each other and no one got murdered. Wait, we so love how? you guys. Bye. Like <laughs> how long ago was it That was, that was, that was uh, I think that was last... July? Okay, so a year from the yeah, recording yeah, 11, of this. eleven months ago. Yeah. Okay. And so were you married at the time? Yeah. You were. I yeah. I can't remember how long you've been married. I know. Well, more it's, than a year. More than eleven months. <laughs> <laughs> did you get married? When do you when's the wedding? Well let's see, it's almost six years, so eleven months ago. <laughs> yeah, we were married then. We're good, friend. <laughs> um how did how did your wife feel about you? she was good because uh like ever since especially like this specific group I'm really tight with, we uh like we're talking in groups and like I'm we're so like all of us are married, okay. and so it's there's no like just like floozy running <laughs> around the group. Um, just one Jeff, loosey goosey ta- Jeff, just talking Jeff over about butt. <laughs> just talking about. Butts. Can't wait to see your guys' butts Can't in wait Portland. But <laughs> <laughs> Jeff out. <laughs> Classic Jeff, um, yeah. So like, I mean, we we've talked. I talked to her about these people. Um, she's met a couple of them in oh, nice. person. Like, we we've met people like in Nashville and like when we're in different parts of the of the country. When we're there, we'll try to like make time to uh, to see people and you know to engage because. Like, all of us and our spouses know about, like, you know, this group of people. Right. And so um, she even said, she's like, if this was any other, like, group of people, I would not be cool with you, <laughs> like, flying internationally <laughs> to stay in an Airbnb with, like, like men and women yeah. all in the same house who I do, wouldn't know. But, like, this group, like, I'm cool with because nice. I, I feel like I know them. That's awesome. Yeah. It was great. Uh, but the, the fact that that is now a viable thing and it's not, like... Even like romantic relationships before, it used to be such a weird stigma of like, you you met your husband on online the internet on like on your computer like there's on no a way scent. that that's real. Right now it's it's, it's weird not to have. I, like, like, it's I don't strange. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Actually, I'm gonna try to Google it right now. But I wonder what the percentage is of relationships that occur Oh, I'm sure mine. it's staggering. You think, you think it's over fifty percent? I'm gonna say that it's over No, I'm gonna say it's under. Under. One dollar, Bob. I'm gonna say it's un- <laughs> One dollar. one dollar percentage. Are we doing prices right okay, let me just talk real quick while you're looking that up about yeah. how passionate I am about prices right rules. When people guess things and then I scream out from the sidelines prices right rules. And people look at me with a blank stare. What? And they don't understand what that means. And I look at them and I say, Were you never homesick as a child and watched the prices right? The rule is you guess the number closest as you can without going over. It's very simple. It's very, we should redo the intro and talk about how passionate I am <laughs> about the price about is, price is right. right rules. Not necessarily the price is right. Just I don't the, care about that just the show. The rules that, the rules that they <laughs> implement, though, don't even get me started. The rest of it, I don't care. It's just that. Okay, you have a All stat? right, so I'm looking at um, this is from Bustle. So, I mean, great. Take it with a grain of salt. But uh, it says basically fi- Wikipedia. <laughs> basically, 15% of adults use dating mm-hmm. websites or apps. 15%. And only 5% of Americans who are in a marriage or committed relationship say they met their partner online. Interesting. So, so much lower than I thought hey, it was, was going to be. Okay. I thought it was going to be way higher. Does it, does it say the date that that was recorded and or published? Um, if not, not a big March deal. 3rd, 2016. Okay. So it's a couple it's years a old. Year. I feel like um, so I <laughs> I had a conversation with a, a single, a single friend of mine. I won't call him out. Um, but I mouth 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 him to yeah. me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you, we're going to talk about what oh, thing no. a name instance oh, no. later. Cry- crystal Crystal light. Crystal light Um Fan don't you wanna? <laughs> wanna fancy? Um but I I was uh I got married in 2009. Mm-hmm. And so this was well before the the surge of dating apps, the surge of um, the the ease in which you can find a partner online. Sure. You know, before I think I think match.com was a thing then. I don't know when like, they, the eharmony when the, commercials were e Right. But as far as like opening up an app and finding <laughs> the love of your life or your next hookup or whatever, like that was not a Tinder thing. Tinder was in not a thing yet. Correct. So one night he and I are hanging out, and he's he's checking his phone constantly. Like we do in in twenty eighteen, what year is it? Twenty eighteen, um, and I, I wasn't really thinking anything of it. Right. But it was like I, I barely see the guy because he's out of town for two months and he's back for a month, whatever. And I I thought like, why are you checking your phone so much? And he's like, I'm sorry, I, I've got I've I'm talking with someone on Tinder and I I don't wanna I don't wanna miss out on this. That's oh, just that's crystal light. That's crystal light. So I I had never I had never seen. You know, this is gonna be this is gonna be maybe comical to some of you because some of you are probably looking at Tinder right now while you're <laughs> listening to this. I have no idea how Tinder works. Right. I understand like the joke of swipe right, and that's about it. Right. I know. I know. Swipe right, swipe left, and that's as right. deep as my right. Um, goes. And he he told me that you need a Facebook profile to sign up, and so I said, "Yeah, no, I'm not." I'm not going <laughs> no, to I'm my- not asking <laughs> so I can do this. So he showed it to me. He okay. showed me okay. Tinder and it was it was so fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Like I remember I remember what it was like like thinking like okay, I'm probably never going to find anyone that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with ever. And now you've got folks who are literally <laughs> swiping right who are like maybe, 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 maybe this one, maybe no, maybe, maybe. Like all day. Right. Like that wasn't a thing. It's like a lifestyle. In two thousand like, see, I got married in oh nine, we dated for three years we dated for two years and we're engaged for a year. So that puts me in a oh, oh like two thousand and four Felix was just sad and like <laughs> <laughs> some just- poor woman <laughs> took pity on you. Like just thinking, like Man will ever love me. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then she did, and she does. I love you, Sarah. Um, but but Tinder was so fascinating to me, and the fact that it's such like a, a wildly used app now—it's just completely commonplace. It, it just—it just blows my mind that those connections are made yeah. online. On top of like people making friends, and it, it's just. It's just a strange thing to me because I I didn't grow up with that. We sure. you, we didn't grow up with that. sure. My kids are going to grow up in a place where it's completely normal for you to meet. And someone that's interesting online. because like I mean you have people who you engage with online who are just that. Mm-hmm. They're people who you interact with. It's no different than someone you might see in the line at the grocery store or someone you might engage with, you know, that coworker that you only yep. know their first name because you go to them when the printer's jammed and you're like Chris it's, it's doing it again. Yeah. You know, yeah. you only know Chris because he fixes the printer because he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, the, those are the people he interact with on the line. And then there are some people who it goes further than that. And then it becomes a genuine relationship. I agree. And so, <laughs> I mean, are those lines going to be become more blurred? Oh, that's going to be fun during the 60-second speculations. I know. Um, it, it, we have folks like... Um, Casey Neistat. We have, you know, the, the whole vlogger movement. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to be in <laughs> a part of that movement, but no one's watching my videos. But Guys, just watches stuff. So just watch it. i put the, i put the. the He's links trying in. really hard. <laughs> just watch his stuff. But the idea, the <laughs> idea of filming your life every day mm-hmm. and putting it. On the internet mm-hmm. for strangers to watch. Well, that's interesting because is that happening because of a desire for relationships, for friendships, or is that happening for desire for creating things? Right. I and and I don't know the answer to that, that per desire. person. Right. You know, it, for for Casey Casey Neistat, uh, it, it's clear he's doing it for the creative purposes. Sure. But it, it, the core the core idea of it, like my parents would are horrified of the fact like if i had told them yeah i want to film my everyday life and i want to put it online like imagine (laughs) saying that in like 2006. exactly that's what i'm saying and now it's so commonplace and it's almost it's almost encouraged if you are trying to be entrepreneurial in any aspect of your life the 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 forward thinking and even the commonplace thing is to you have to be vlogging you have to be documenting this maybe not necessarily vlogging but blogging or instagram stories. Well, it's the, it's the idea something. that if you aren't doing that someone else is. Exactly. And because exactly. And, and if you want to be doing anything in that realm, you mm-hmm. have to be doing that and better than everyone exactly. else. Exactly. And every person needs to be considering themselves, consider themselves a, a media company. Right. Which is exhausting. Oh, it's it's yeah, it's awful. And then they also say like share the only thing that you can really like truthfully speak about is your life, mm-hmm. so share that. Right. And then it comes back to the idea of like I'm just sharing my life online. And this is crazy because like in a sense that sounds like it would be something that's very vulnerable mm-hmm. and something that like, you know, you would only do in very close relationships, right. but it's it you're you're sharing yourself with all of these people with the entire internet. But is it actually yourself that you're sharing or is this Idealistic picture that you want to show right. people, which goes into this whole oh, other realm. That's a whole different where you podcast. talk about. I mean, so so my wife works with you know she works in young life, and so she she sees high schoolers every week. She works with them on a daily basis, and just the things she talks about and what what's happening now. I mean, I don't want to be the old guy in the in his rocking chair it's talking the about man, the, the kids these days are ruined. <laughs> um, but I want to, but. I mean, you talk about like their uh, Instagram versus Finstagram, which is their fake Instagram right. that they actually show to people because that's, that's right. what they want people to see versus their Instagram, which is private because only their real friends see that. Unreal. It's, it's like I don't want to judge, but like because that's where people are. That's just where that generation is. But like, what what is why is that the th- why why are we there right now? Like, what what's the fear? And I, I think it has to do. I I don't want to blame you know that generation because that's kind of how they were brought up that the internet's a thing now and it's wild because everyone is putting up the facade and you live on i mean everyone the internet is real life yeah the internet is relationships it is engagement it is social media is the internet yeah and so you know anything you're putting online that's who you are yeah and so just like when we were in high school where, you know, how you're engaging with different, you might change the way you act, you might change the way you look, you might tr- put on different clothes because you see other people wearing I it. I legitimately asked Jordan today if he had a Letterman jacket. <laughs> <laughs> not for this reason. <laughs> for a specific sketch that where I'd be playing a character and not myself. <laughs> and for the record, I don't have a Letterman jacket. Um, but the fact that, you know, we, we would change our behavior. Maybe you wouldn't. I would. Because no, I want to be liked by people. It was true. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Because and so now these kids these kids. These damn these kids. kids are doing this now. Where they're they're putting things online that they you know, things that they want people to see, and then they have separate accounts where they're splitting where they actually have their actual friends. What okay, so I, I look sure. back at it now and I've got I've got three younger brothers, one four four years my junior and then the other two like half my age and so you know you you look at the the amount of of cover and the facade that you put on when you leave the doors that morning the house that morning to go to school and like the the persona that you project to to convince quote people that this is who you are because that's what the the people that you look up to are doing and then you go home, and then you just you strip that shell off, and then this is who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, like the 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 guy who 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 loves to write, but needs to be the guy who is is tough and is the the athlete. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just I'm reaching for for the, <laughs> the for the stereotypes, but right. I I look back at it, and I, I guess that's the curse of, of age. You look back and you think. I wish I had been more of myself then. Right. And and then rather than try and fish for those friends who I thought would accept me, mm-hmm. like how much happier would I have been and what sort of relationships did I miss out on it's true. as a result of putting that sort of facade up? And you look at some of the kids now and you, you can see them trying so hard to be who they actually are, but then at the same time putting up a facade of who they think they want to be and thinking like, you're going to be so stinking cool if you just <laughs> if you just double down on who you actually are now and move forward with that in like 5 years all of this like this high school all this drama all it's not going to matter. You're not going to see any of these people and the friends that you make when you're you like those are the folks who are going to matter later on. Yeah. I, I don't know. I I agree with you to a certain extent. I in this sense I, I come from a psychology background, so I think... So I can't win. No, no, you're going to lose every I, argument. I lost at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> um, I but, lost when I thought you had one famous tweet. <laughs> <laughs> it was over then. It was over. No. Um, but I, I think that, like, for instance, me, like, I, I know there, I acted differently than I probably should have for approval of others in high school. Yeah, same. Now, I, I, th- I hear what you're saying and say, like, what kind of friends would I have had if I just embraced the things that I liked? Mm-hmm. Would I have had these genuine relationships? Maybe. I mean, I might have had these, you know, long, lifelong friendships. Cause I probably have just a handful of friends. that From, from how high, far back? From, from I mean, high school and then who went even further back to, like, you know, elementary school. So, so they they like, same grew folks. up with. Same folks okay. gotcha. who live in different parts of the country now, yeah. but, like, who I still engage with. Probably three or four. Same. Okay. And so, um, but also, I mean... I don't know like I I also there's a part of me that looks back and say like there's there are things that I learned And about myself and like my reasoning for changing and why why was I willing to sacrifice parts of my personality To be accepted by people and Hmm. you know by recognizing that that part of myself I'm able to see that in myself now when I engage with people and being being now when I'm looking for new relationships there's there's times when I think you know like no, like I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm gonna be myself. And, you know, if this doesn't work out, that's fine. Like I'm an adult now. I, re- I realize I did that before, and right. I recognize that, and right. I don't want that for myself now. Right. Where some people might be like, you know, they I, I don't I don't know. They might not have that same that same perspective. So I guess it's just natural that we have to go through that and then either so. realize or accept it later. And I think that that's a part of just Asking being social. For a is because like socialization <laughs> asking for a friend. socialization in general, it's like it's never just about you. Yeah. Because just as, as human beings, it, there's so speaking of psychological background, yeah, go for there's it. L- literally are when there's when you look at the neuroscience of when you're engaging with another person, uh-huh. um, speaking with someone and you know versus when you're by yourself. There's literal biochemical changes in your brain and how it uh-huh. functions when you're speaking to another person versus when you're by yourself. That seems like it'd be you'd you'd assume that, but there just like there's there's vast differences between um, you know when you're speaking to someone, when you're uh, when you give someone a handshake, when you hug, when you're in an intimate relationship with someone, when you kiss someone, when you all these things, they have vast differences in, that in your brain and how it functions. So. Socially, we are humans are social creatures. So as much as we want to say that, you know, I am who I am and ideally I won't change when I'm with my people, with my friends. They'll know me, they'll accept me as who I am. As great as that sounds, I think there's something about social the the socializations of humans and relationships that is going to change us no matter what. And instead of trying to fight that and be like, no, I'm who I am. And if you're trying to change me, you're wrong. <laughs> like just being able to say like people, genuine relationships, I'm going to be influenced by those. Mm-hmm. and But I, I being aware of those changes, good or bad, and then having a judgment call. on whether that's something you want to pursue and whether it's something you don't want to pursue. I like it. So here's where you're wrong. Just okay, kidding. good. Just kidding. <laughs> no, that was great. That was great. Welcome to the I Don't Want to Grow Up podcast, where we go deeper than you thought <laughs> you ever wanted to. That was great. I, I, I and I, I do agree with that. And then um, you know, I, I don't. I don't think like holding on to this idea of a persona of who you are to the detriment of some other of relationship. Oh, that I don't you think might you know. be. But, <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just creating counter argument. <laughs> no, to that and it's idea. great. It's great. I and I I do I definitely see where you're coming from, and I I agree with that. I agree. I agree mm-hmm. with that, um, because the the people you end up hanging out with, and the people that you you form relationships with, whether it's um, romantically or on the friend level, or or both. You know, hey. friends with benefits. <laughs> I have no idea what that's like, but. Um, <laughs> That it's going to change you. It's going to change you. And I think if you don't let it change you, then you're missing out. There's, and then there's something out. to say about an unwillingness to be vulnerable and to change. Agreed. Allow Agreed. someone to change you. Yeah. I mean, that's just a part of who we are as human beings, mm-hmm. to let others influence you in certain ways. And you know what? If you're doing it, quote unquote, right, hopefully that's for the better. Hopefully yeah. the folks that you are putting in your life are the folks who are making you the best version I want to swell music up right here <laughs> of yourself hopefully they're not saying butts while you're playing Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> he's not allowed over anymore tell him to go home Jeff we're eating dinner you need to leave <laughs> All right, you pulled up an article, but before you pull that article up, oh. I want to pull up an article and just read oh, the headline. Upstaging me. I just want to read the headline. Okay. I, I, full disclosure, I have not read this article. So, <laughs> good. You know, just the way news works now. <laughs> so we'll just make wild assumptions about what this is about. You know, everyone else but is doing it. But I, I, when we were looking up the news articles, I said to Jordan, I wish I had read this article because the headline is so good. But- Again, I have not read this article. <laughs> we'll link it in the show notes if someone wants to, and I'll maybe read it after the, the episode's done. It's on GQ. It's good. The headline is... Are you ready for this? The bros who met their BFFs on Bumble. <laughs> okay, I have so many problems Okay, with those For leaders. those who are not familiar <laughs> with Bumble, Bumble is the dating app similar to Tinder, but the woman... Makes the first move. Right. So you you match. And however, even if you match, uh the woman has to make the first, has to create the first message before she has to decide to engage or not. Correct. And the reason Bumble was created, I actually listened to a very fascinating podcast, I'll link in the show notes, about why this was created. It was because men on Tinder, men like myself and Jordan, not like (laughs) us, but men of the same species, the male of the species, Is that the word I'm looking for? That's probably it. They were just saying horrible things. They're just saying horrible, horrible... Men? I've never heard that. I don't know any horrible men. Uh, I don't know any horrible men. I can't even (laughs) fight the patriarchy. (laughs) Imagine. So as a a way to combat that and uh, to to police that, Bumble was formed, and there's a zero-tolerance... Mandate <laughs> for, <laughs> for that. And you know what? Good for them. Yeah. Because, like, why should you be able to be an asshole and get away from it? Okay. Hashtag feminism. Yay. Let's do it. I w- I tried, and it didn't work. <laughs> but anyways, okay, your article. <laughs> All right. Gosh, the bros who found time, their BFFs. Article time. The bros who <laughs> found their BFFs seen, on I don't. <laughs> I don't disagree with it. I disagree with the title and the wordplay. I'm going to read it later, maybe. All right, so... This isn't about Bumble, but this is written by <laughs> Dr. Paula Derlofsky, okay, who's great. a psychologist. And it's titled Four Tips for Making Friends as an Adult. Oh. So this is this is gonna we want <coughs> this is not for anyone but ourselves because we're bad at this apparently, unless, unless we meet someone with a famous up on tweet. <laughs> no more friends. No more friends. All right, so I'm just gonna go through these bullet points really quick. So number one, for anyone who wants to make friends as an adult. <laughs> This is according to Paula. According to Paula. Okay. Dr. Paula. Dr. Yes. P. Doctor. Doctor. Sorry. Doc no, P sorry. says, don't say Doc P. She doesn't want to be called that. <laughs> she loves <it. laughs> Say yes to seeing friends. Pretty standard. So she says, being social is not easy for everyone, but it's necessary for making new friends and for ma- maintaining established relationships. A big part of any relationship is showing up and being present. Wait. So number one is say yes to seeing friends? Seeing friends. So like being with friends. Oh, being with oh, people. okay, okay. What? no I, I didn't I didn't okay did I, did I, I might have said that wrong did I say that? no 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 you said it exactly Let's right and I back. I don't know that I'm I I don't have a response so to as that. <laughs> as as John Mulaney says yes. it's a lot easy it's a lot easier just to not go out and do things oh my gosh yes it is it's not a quote direct quote but it's a paraphrasing um, it's so much easier to just stay home you know. I mean, what I think it's another John Laney joke where he says, Welcome to the John <laughs> Laney <laughs> podcast. <laughs> where when it comes to, <laughs> what is this? Canceling plans is like heroin. Oh, That's how good it feels. I love canceling plans. Or it's, the there's one, nothing uh, that feels better. The one tweet that says, sex is great, but have you tried running late for a meeting where you, you try to call to cancel and say that you're running late, but then the person you're supposed to be meeting with calls you and says, hey, I'm running late. Oh, there's nothing better. Incredible. There's nothing better. Incredible. But yeah, canceling plans is that's so pretty fantastic! I'll, number one from Doctor P. From Dr. P, from Doc P says, "Don't do that." So basically, number one is, "Don't cancel." Don't plans. cancel plans. Don't Go cancel plans. Go see your friends. Okay. Number two. Okay. Cultivate compassion. Okay. She okay. says, "Sharing our joys and sorrows with those close to us binds us together. Experiencing the ups and downs of life with our close friends adds meaning to our lives and gives us deeper understanding of okay, ourselves." Okay. So I okay. We're, we're we're too deep in a four four long list. Mm-hmm. That's a good band name. Too list. deep in a four-long list. It's a, it's a long It name. sounds like a 90s a band. Boy title. Like- <laughs> 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 too deep in a four-long list! <laughs> they just sing it. It's just that. So we are, we are, in fact, too deep in a four-long list. <laughs> Edward Furlong list. Um, have we done both of these things thus far? Say yes to sing... Well, we're We've, doing a podcast we, right now. Okay, yeah. But we said we, yes to We this. have... We have Say said yes, said yes. We have said yes to seeing each other. Yes. We've, we've hung out quite a bit. Too much. Um, Let's be honest. <laughs> and then <laughs> number two was cultivate compassion. So it's sharing joys and sorrows with each other to the point that it basically trusting each other with the highs and the lows. So That's what I'm saying. So today, today is the day of recording this podcast. Yeah. Jordan and I went to a local coffee shop where they just got a new Marzocco espresso machine they did. and we both tried the new espresso shots fresh off this machine it was delicious it was a high so i'd like to say high. i'd like to say that before that we were sharing in the lows of life and then directly after sipping it it was you, it was you who said oh my gosh drink the coffee first Drink the seltzer water second. <laughs> you switch to you we're know. not pretentious at seltza. all. Drink the seltzer water f- Here's second. Here's what you gonna do. Then you're <laughs> gonna put your fingers on the espresso cup, <laughs> and you're gonna take a little sipple of the espresso. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you think, sweetheart. Too long, too lit, too listen a to furl. Oh, I forgot what it was. But yeah, we we definitely have we definitely did. lows done- and highs. Okay, probably today. Great. Okay. All right. Three. So number three, join a group. Now, this is, uh, I don't, this, I yeah, know, I recoil, I don't Read, love, what, read okay, what Doc P paraphrase. has to say about that. All right, so Doc, Doc P says, whether it's volunteering for a cause you're passionate about or joining a group you're interested in, being a part of a group where you have common interests is a natural way to make friends. Plus, it creates feelings of belonging.
1: And Interesting. So
0: I think I agree with this. I mean, I. In a sense, but you it's so hard to find that group where you vibe. And and this goes back to what, how we really bonded over riffing over just dumb jokes. Yeah, about but we love the other guy in the dust. We did, we did. But, he, <laughs> but that's the thing, is like as much as we both love him, um, it's not that part of that conversation. Like he probably wouldn't vibe with that group. However, where when I went to a local comedy club and started joining improv and sketch teams, I mean that would those were groups that I like I jumped in, I was instantly vibing with. I was like, this is these are like my people. Yeah, yeah. And so once you find that group, whether it's at a comedy club mm-hmm. or at a rugby team, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I know what a scrum is. Scrum, scrum. <laughs> That's scrum. The one word. Scrum. Um, you know, you and your rugby team really, really <laughs> click. Um, you know, it, it, you got to find your people. Yeah. You know, I agree. I agree. And once you do, I think there's. It's it's hard to break that. So. Way num- to go, Doc Pete. Number four. <laughs> Quattro Quattro Spanishly inclined Schedule in person plans So She Isn't says Isn't number one? It's It's Similar Is Social a ma- doctor <laughs> A doctor It's like Dr. Mario <laughs> Dr. Mario <laughs> <laughs> It's a me A doctor me I'm just playing An NES right now You're and just I'm reading even... The capsules As they fall down so, All right, number four. Social media is a great way for staying in touch, but it's important to keep in mind that nothing can ever replace the emotional and physical benefits of seeing close friends in person. Wait, read, read the read the headline again for four? Schedule in-person plans. so that's, And then read number one again? So that's say yes to seeing friends, where it says being social is not easy for everyone, but it's necessary for making new friends for maintaining... Established relationships, big part of any relationship is showing up and being present. Those sound like the exact same thing. The, Dr. Yeah, P. Doc P. I don't know. I don't know. I, is, don't, I feel like you 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 promised the website that you were delivering this <laughs> article to four things. And <laughs> she you had could a, only come a four, up four with o'clock three. deadline and it was three fifty-four. That's only me that the owner of the website was not in fact a friend <laughs> that you Shared compassion. What was number two? Uh, something about compassion. Sure. Uh, highs and lows. That was a low moment. You did not for you. share highs and lows with the owner of this website, Doctor P. Take your own advice, Dr. Ah. P. All right. So, so three, and things, three and a half things. Three and a half things. Three and a half things that you can do to make friends in the modern digital age. Don't tell we never. Don't say we never did anything for you. You know what? You, you're welcome, Idwigu audience. For those of you who don't know what Idwigu means, if you take "I don't want to grow up" and turn it into an acronym. Words are fun. It wiggle. All right. Is this the 60 seconds? We're gonna wrap it up here. Part? Yeah, we're we're talking a long time. So here we go. So Okay. All right. oh, part, I gotta put sixty seconds on the clock. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was it? gonna explain. I was just you know, oh, for okay, those who don't know explain yet, it. where we we take sixty we each take sixty seconds. We talk about how we've talked about how things were when we were growing up, we were younger, we talk about how these things are now. Now we take, each take sixty seconds, uninterrupted, to talk about how this specific topic We'll look in the future. Oh man. Am I going first or are you going first? I don't Who went first last time? I don't remember. I'll go first. Sure. Go Okay. For it. You have the okay. Clock. 60, uh, 60 to, seconds okay. on the clock. the clock. Okay, ready. Go. I think. Okay, there it goes. So the 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 vast difference, I have to put those two the words. Very, I, exactly. I have to put those two <laughs> words very far apart between when I was a kid without internet and now having internet, a kid now with internet. The fact that I can so easily make friends and connections and all kinds of things online, I just I just see those things now becoming more vast. With VR on the horizon, I always go back to VR! It's always VR. Always VR, but I'm not gonna go VR this time. Um, it's just gonna become more and more blended. Like, you're gonna be online all the time, you're gonna make friends who are real, you're gonna make friends who are you think are real, and then aren't, and I'm I'm looking at this through the lens of my daughters, my two daughters, my three-year-old, my five-year-old at the time of this recording, and they're going to do that. They're going to make friends who they're going to find out who are real, and they're going to make friends who are not. Sixty, 60 seconds. Nice. Let's go. All right. All right. Your turn, Jordan. All right. So Ready? Go. All right. So I, I agree with you in in many aspects. Um, I think that relationships are going to become more complex. I think just like now, especially. How we look at often look at relationships as a romantic and platonic. Um, I think there's going to be more more types of relationships that we have. They're going to be more diverse, and we're already experiencing that with different types of social media. How we have you know we have these closer friends who we, in social media where we engage, engage on a daily basis. We have those who we know about their daily life, their families. Like these are the, our close friends who we meet through then. and then we have our real life friends who live in the same town. I think there's going to be even more a, a wider gradient of those types of friends. Um, I don't know what that looks like. I'm scared of what that looks like, and I don't know how much I'm going to be even engaging with that because just how how generations change, and I'm sure how my future kids are going to be. They're going to know so much more about this than I will, um, and it kind of scares me that I, I don't have more to say about this than expectations. Uh, but that's where I am. Sixty-seven. <laughs> I was waiting six seconds to do that. That was good though. (laughs) That was was good. (laughs) (laughs) If you listen with headphones on, I don't apologize. Every my ears hurt so bad right now. So, to wrap it up. Making friends. Was it better or worse? Than we were kids. Better as kids. Better as kids? I I think this is Felix speaking. I, I think the the ability to make friends. As kids was so much easier there was less drama there was there was less potential for heartache and now as kids I mean like pre high school drama even pre middle school drama like I'm talking you're dumped into a new school in third grade and you don't know anyone yeah same I was a military brat (laughs) so dumped into a school in third fourth grade fifth grade Brian and you uh, (laughs) you're forced to make friends yeah. like you, you no one wants to be the kid who has his lunch tray walks into the cafeteria record skip because that's all you listen to and then you have to sit by yourself and i i had to do that a couple times i never did oh i, was, I mean i was just really so popular popular attractive. <laughs> Just an attractive third grader. <laughs> just a swab. Just saying. Swab, just saying the words. Attractive third tall. grader. We're on a list somewhere. There's Google spiders <laughs> crawling all over our podcast. Right I'm talking now. about myself. There's something worse Even about worse. that. There's something worse about that. An attractive third right. grader. Move in, move in, move in. Now, for the first time, I think I disagree with you. Oh, now, cool. as Creepy and weird as it is to make friends as an adult, I think I value—I clearly value those relationships more now because I'm not friends with those. I'm not friends with the kids from from third grade. You know who I made. I mean, a couple of them. Um, But now I think I know so much more about myself. I think that's something about it. Like we're so much pickier now because we realize what we actually like. We're not basing so much, so many of our thoughts and how our, our actions on other people. That we're, we're much more comfortable with ourselves <coughs> now that I'm in my late 20s you're in your early 30s and so that's why we' a lot of our Englishs are like I don't feel like hanging out with those people tonight yeah not because like they're not good people and we I know we both like you know anime I would not like anime <laughs> um, but <laughs> <What>? <laughs> but because like what's your favorite anime Jordan? Like, <laughs> Jordan, what's your favorite anime you can watch anime. I wish I did now. I don't know why that was the first thing. I was trying to think of something really. Oh, okay, anyway. <laughs> really great, really great people who love anime. Uh, um, but, like, I, I know what I like. And now that I, you know, once I gravitate from, to more friends now, I actually appreciate them. Yeah. And I, I, I so, love those friends. Um, don't you feel like an asshole now that you didn't say that? Because <laughs> no, now no, I'm no. saying I. No, 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 no. So, so to defend my answer. From a longevity aspect, absolutely. (laughs) As an adult now, yeah. Because I can pick apart the idea of like, is this the person that I want to spend time with Mm. moving forward? The initial process, the initial process. process as a kid. Was so much easier, and I. It was easier but, you. But was it, 100%. it was easier, but was it better? A hundred. It was easier, but was it better? A hundred percent. Because if you think about now, what it takes for you to say upon initial meeting to say, "Let's hang out again." Yeah. After this, there's so many more stipulations that it's are true. in place now as adults. Mm-hmm. Whereas kids, it was like, "Oh my gosh, we're in the same class and we have shoes that are kind of the same color. Let's hang out. We're all Elmo." <laughs> <laughs> like, I my guess God. we're all <laughs> Elmos <laughs> breed Elmos. <laughs> uh, but as as kids, as kids, for me, my my argument is while many of those relationships that I made as a kid yeah. may not have had the longevity that now with the discernment of like, does is this person on the same wavelength as me? Does this person share the same values as me? Yeah, I definitely hold that, that process close and near and dear to my heart because, I mean, life's short. Like, I want to hang out with my wife. I want to hang out with my kids and time spent apart from them is time spent apart from them. So mm-hmm. it's like, who am I going to spend that time with? So yeah, of course that vetting process, whether it's it's, true. it's internal, or external, is is, is there's sacrifices very now. Exactly. exactly. Just so when it comes to time, exactly. not when it comes to friends, I don't sacrifice friends. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, as a kid, it was like, get me out of my house. Yeah. Who am I going to hang out with? Yeah. This guy likes Dragon Ball. Let's go. He says butts a lot. <laughs> my dad doesn't like him, but he dad loves, loves not a Vegeta. <laughs> Let's go. (laughs) So, yes, the initial process for me uh, making friends Mm. and like breaking down that initial barrier of like, should we hang out today at recess? Mm. Uh, Or should we get coffee? Should we get lunch? Like that initial process for me as a kid, way better. I have so many more walls that are up now. Yeah. That to me, it's like the second you say something, it's like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna call you. Yeah. I'm like, I, I think there's something about it's like the risk reward aspect. Uh-huh. So as a kid, far less risk when it comes to making friends. I mean, you, <laughs> then or now? Then, then, yeah. then, far yeah. less risk. And so. Well, there was nothing at stake. There, exactly. There's nothing <laughs> at stake. And so the reward was. Fine. Yeah, you got to spend time with another human that yeah. was your size, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was a very small human, <laughs> but like now it's the risk reward factor. There's something about engaging the person and not knowing whether you're going to click or not, not yeah. knowing whether that relationship is going to take off or not. But the, but the the idea that like this could be like a lifelong friendship. But the the and also and I agree with that. I agree with that. So I, I'm trying to think back. I think we had talked about it earlier about like can you remember? And awkward, there's a police siren in the background. This is fantastic. The, like, were did we feel awkward as kids? Like, if there was someone who was like, I'm on a click with this person, and then you hang out with them, you're like, I don't think, but whatever. We we both like red, and then we still continue to hang out. Right Now it's like, wow, I thought we were going to mesh, and, like, there's nothing in common. Right, <laughs> and I think there. that's something, like, what are you going, like, what does that risk actually mean to you? For me, like if I if I think I'm gonna go in and then it doesn't work out and we just don't hang out again, i'm not I'm not gonna sit and dwell and be like, Oh man, well I, I mean <laughs> I haven't talked to them in two weeks, and I, but I don't really like them, but I think I need to talk to them that's anyway. That's your internal monologue accent <laughs> when you're deciding whether it's not to them. From King of the hands. Hill, that's just <laughs> my my backwoods Kentucky comes out. Felix was was riffing with me at the bar, so I think I maybe I if he call wants up. to be lifelong friends, maybe I should call him about sketch comedy. Um, but like as. <laughs> I don't stress about that as much because then I'm thinking, well, like we probably don't mesh, and if they really want to be friends, they'll contact me. Yeah. I'm not really interested. It's true. And so I don't. I've I've relinquished myself of that stress a long time ago. Uh, okay. And if All they right. want to engage, it's like great, let's give another shot. But if they don't, I'm like, it's not on me. <laughs> All right, that's I, good. Uh, so no, 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 that's really, that's really good. And uh, I still, I still one hundred percent. Which is why. Also funny, you texted me first about doing the sketch work because I was like, well, maybe. Much and it's fine. Is that what happened? <laughs> is that what our friendship is based on? Who's gonna make the first move? You were playing the boyfriend-girlfriend route. You're Felix like, made the first I'm move. gonna let him text. No, you you probably you texted- have to wait two weeks. You texted another friend and you said, Hey, hey, Jeff, I know you love Butts. Hey, butts. <laughs> so I just met this friend Felix. I think he was cool. I'm really excited about what could be. Should I text him? And he said, no, but here's what you do. You wait. You let him text you. (laughs) Hey, and it all worked out. It all worked out. We have a podcast, a beautiful podcast together. And (laughs) a six and a half pound (laughs) podcast. I am 100% uh, still in the camp of making friends as a small Filipino baby child was much better as a kid than it is now. I think of how many how many friends that I made as a kid, like, in, like, mass quantity. Like, oh, my God, you're my friend. You're my friend. I was Oprah. I was Oprah. Like, you're, 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 those you're, massive, you'll be my friend. You had those massive yeah. birthday parties, didn't you? <laughs> you had, like, 50 kids running around. I still have those massive birthday parties. <laughs> you actually do. <laughs> <laughs> But but it's like as a kid, like yeah, you're my, friend, you're my friend, you're my friend, you're my friend, you're my friend, and now it's like, who do I want to have lunch with? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not that anymore. It's not multiple pointing. Right, it's just like, me every day. It's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not mad about it because making friends as an adult is better, and I have no problem with that. I don't need fifty friends. I think after I the, need a for, close uh, handful of for friends for me after the initial hump as an adult. When we initially Boom. humped, it was <laughs> fine. After and that, you we initially there. did it. And, and that's why we're friends. <laughs> <laughs>